Welcome to another edition of First Word from First Church. This is Pastor Dave Buchanan at the First Church in Sutton. Please enjoy the message and may God bless you richly through it. Uh, for today's scripture lessons, we have a letter from Paul to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 23 through 24. Whatever you do, work heartedly as for the Lord and not for men and women, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the, the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For our, sector, our second scripture lesson, we have the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. For it would be like a man going on a journey who calls his servants and entrusted them to, uh, to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to their, uh, his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them. He made five talents more. So also he who had two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with him. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You, you have been faithful over little, and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he who had also brought two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He who had also received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have scattered no seed. Then you ought received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given. And he will have an abundance. But from, but from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Thank you very much. I told you earlier I asked you to recite the Scout Promise or Scout Oath. I think they call it both in the book, depending on your faith tradition. Some people don't take oaths. Promise, same difference when you're promising on your honor to do your best, isn't it? To do your best. So you don't just promise to do all those other things in the Scout Law, nor, nor do we promise to, to serve Christ just faithfully. It's not the easiest old hymn we sang in the middle, but couldn't find one with better words. Give of your best to the master. And of course, an old, old Greek master and Lord are the same word, you know. You knew that already. So give of your best, it says. Now, we used to have mottos. Now, I'm going to bet other services were similar, but different units had a motto that we would yell 
when we came into an auditorium to take seats, or they say, what, what unit is this? And I was a brand new cadet, and they called us new cadets that first summer. I was in eighth new cadet company, and I didn't get to choose the model. It was kind of, I, as a math person, I don't like it. And we all shout, eighth co, give, eighth co, we give 110, sir. I didn't give 110% of anything, mathematically. Once you've given it all, you've given it all, right? Now, I think, I think, I'd like to give them a little credit, a little grace, that what they meant was, when you think you've given it all, you got 10% more if you squeeze harder. One more pull-up, five more push-ups, another quarter mile before I passed out on the obstacle course. All those things, you know? Those are real, by the way. <laughs> so we used to yell, we give 110. Well, we're asked to give our best, and you stood up and promised to do your best in all those things you promised. Now, one way to look at that is, okay, I did a pretty good job of it, but I did my best. I'm not sure that's an excuse to do less. To do your best is a promise to do more. It's a promise to fulfill that scout promise in the ways that you serve others. And I didn't use the good turn as a, as a happenstance example either. Because that's one of the ways that you seek to do your best. You seek to say, all right, what can I do for another person that I see that might have a need, and I think real hard about what they need. If she's waiting at the bus stop, don't make her cross the street. So you think about what the other person needs, and you try to take good care of them without them first having to cry out and help, and certainly without balancing what's in it for you. Jesus gives us a great example. Now, he gives all of us talents in the sense that you have a talent for doing something. In fact, the farther you go in scouting, the more ways you show what talents you've earned. When you put them on a merit badge, when you have the advancement in the ranks, I know there are certain talents you have to develop to gain each of those ranks. We're given certain talents as members of Christ's body. Some people have talents in in managing the, the earthly resources we need to be serving in this world. And they do work of that nature. Others like to, to support and serve in the way we worship God or the way we lift our prayers and song and accompany that with great skill. Some of us are given the gift of too many words and a talent to string them out for a while. I hope not too long, but. We'll see what the Holy Spirit does to me. That's the chance I take when I get up here. And with all those different talents we use, one that I think Paul forgot, remember, one of the gifts of the Spirit is cooking. You guys recognize that as a talent, don't you? I know as part of your training is to learn to cook. Our scoutmaster, when I was an assistant scoutmaster, should have been an army chef. Weighed awful good. We didn't eat in the mess hall on Friday nights, I'll tell you. We ate in the scout, we had in the camp. It was good. So that's, that too is a gift in the church, cooking and serving others. And what's the third sacrament in the congregational church? Used to be potluck supper. Yeah. We had baptism, the Lord's Supper, and a potluck supper. That's a gift. It's a talent. It's a talent used to serve others, a talent that you use 
to do your best with a talent. Maybe it's being the troop historian. That would bore me to tears. Maybe it's a troop chaplain or chaplain's assistant. Maybe it's wearing green bars and being the senior patrol leader. I used to love working with the troop guide because I was the, the assistant scoutmaster for new scouts. And the better the troop guide did, the less work I had to do. So I taught him and he taught the boys. Then it was boys and now boys and girls, but to teach others. There's a talent. Sharpen that, use it. Because that's, that's when you wear green bars, that uses that talent better. Sharpen it, use it, develop it. The better you teach something, the better you know it yourself too. So Jesus gave literal talents of the day to three servants. I had to look up what a talent was. I knew it was a chunk of money, a chunk of gold or silver. I didn't realize how much. A talent in that day was 20 years of a workman's wages. Did a little math while I drove down here this morning and figured out that's over a million bucks per talent. He didn't give these guys just a little bit to work with. And how valuable can your talents be over a lifetime? a talent for a particular kind of work. Maybe you get a talent for math or a talent for music or a talent for words, I don't know. A talent for teaching and coaching. Hopefully some of you have talents for cooking in your patrols, building the fire over which to cook. I hope you can pitch a tent without getting tangled up in the ropes too badly. All kinds of talents you're gonna, when I was a Cub Scout, I almost flunked out on crafts, crafty stuff. I was much better at sharpening a pocket knife than building something. In fact, I taught knife sharpening as an assistant scoutmaster. Anyway, the talents you've got. So Jesus gives big talents. We don't know how valuable our talents are until we apply them to serving and loving others and doing our best. So he gives us one servant five talents. That's not a big deal. But they're worth five million dollars or more. The next servant, he says, well, you know, this guy's pretty good, but he's not quite as sharp as the first guy. I'll trust him with two. It's a wealthy guy going away on a trip, isn't he? And then there's the one that, well, I'm not so sure of this third guy. I'm still going to trust him with a million bucks, though. And off he goes. And they're not sure how long he'll be gone. So the one guy takes his five, and he says he traded with them. We don't know. I tried to picture, what would you do in that day to double the master's money? Maybe he invested in some sheep in the common village flock and hired them out to shepherds to take care of them. And the, the milk, the cheese, the wool, the meat, the lambs. Might have been. Might have invested in a local brick maker. Might have invested in the local metalsmith or the leather shop. Who knows? Local carpenter shop. Jesus would know about that. But he invested it. He said, I can do better for my master than what he gave me if I use it faithfully. And the master was right in trusting him with five because he was sharp. He doubled it. Second guy didn't feel slighted that he only had two. He says, I can, I can work with this. He made the same gain as the first guy, 100%. Doubled the money. Again, we don't know 
Maybe he rented some fields and hired people to plant crops and did real well, picked the right crops. Could have been another part of that flock of sheep. We don't know what, but he invested it in something. He used it to do some kind of good. Then we have the lazy guy. He was given a talent. Lent it by his master. But he did no good with it. He didn't, maybe he did his best, but his best wasn't much. Buried it in the ground. And when he gives it back, now you know the first two guys are faithful. Remember that? A scout is trustworthy. They gave it all back to the master, didn't they? The guy didn't say, Master, you lent me five, I made you four. No, I'll give you, here, here's, here's your return. I'm faithful, here, here's the whole thing. He says, well done, good and faithful servant. We often use that phrase at a sad time. When we transition from this life to the next, we hope to hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. We'll talk about that might have meant. So he used it. He used it for good. He returns it and he hears these wonderful, comforting words. And remember, his master is Jesus. Sometimes very Lord, he said, well done. Well done. You did your best. Enter into the joy. The number one had two talents. And maybe you think you've got fewer talents than somebody else. You know, maybe you got numbers and not music. Maybe you can build a fire, but you burn the food over it. I don't know what you pick what your talents are or not. But you use the ones you've got to the best. This guy used the two, by golly, he doubled them. Gave them back to the master, heard the same words. Didn't matter that it was a smaller amount. You still got 100% gain. But the last guy, now maybe this is the first recorded corporate jealousy, I don't know. Oh, I know you're a hard man. You didn't earn what you've got. You reap where you didn't sow, that is, you, you gain without your own work. Master's money you put into in the first place, and his judgment on who to trust it to, but this guy didn't believe it. I just buried it. Here's, you've got it back. I dusted it off for you. That's all I'm going to do. Master says, I should at least have had the puny interest a bank would have paid. You know, they, they did it something like banks way back then. I should have had at least had that much interest, and you think I don't earn this? Talk rudely to the boss? Well, he was out of a job at best. The very least, he got run off the farm and had to go look for another job. First two, I'd like to think when, he, when the master says, enter into the joy of your Lord, what would you bet he made them partners? I'll bet he made them partners in the business. They'd returned so much and done so well in doing their best for the Lord, for the master, he made them partners in his service, and that's what we're called to be, partners in service with our Lord using the talents that he gave us. Whether that's helping someone safely across the street or a whole lot more intricate as you grow up and figure out what all your talents really are. Whether it's serving in the troop, your community, your family, someday in some kind of school business team or what. We don't know yet, do you? You may have dreams. Don't know what it's going to be. I hope some of you have 
ways to serve in a church, whether it's balancing the books or lifting the beautiful notes or helping with the worship and, and putting that together. We have wonderful deacons here that make my job a lot easier than it looks, I'll tell you. They, they, they do a good job. And it's all serving one another with the talents that God gave us. And not just ho-hum. All right, I can do this. I'll do it well enough. Well enough doesn't please God. That's why every time you stand up and say, on my honor, I will do my best. Do your best, not just because it's for, for each other, not just because it's for the green stripes or for the scout masters, but because the scout is also reverent and you're doing your best for the God who gives you the talents with which to work. You bless each other and you return God's blessing when you do your best. We all do. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. Thank you for having joined us for First Word from First Church. We pray that God has blessed you in some way, in his way, through the message that we have just shared with you. Please join us again. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance over you and give you peace. Amen and amen.